It's a privilege to be able to preach tonight, Monday Thursday. It's the most powerful day of the whole liturgical year for me. And it always reminds me of the first time I got to experience a service like this, like what we're going to have tonight. It was 10 years ago, 2005, I was in Cambridge, Massachusetts, going to Divinity School. And a dear friend of mine invited me to the Society of St. John the Evangelist on the Charles River there, um, where the brothers there live and pray together. And this, if you've never been there, I think maybe Brother Richard has, but most of you have it. Very beautiful um, sanctuary inside of there. Stone walls, marble floors. So as soon as I walked in there, I felt something shift in my spirit. I was walking into this powerful space and time. And I remember the preacher preached about the foot washing and how at that time in Jerusalem, uh, the disciples' feet were very disgusting, there was open sewage in the streets of Jerusalem. So he was trying to paint this picture for us of what it actually meant to wash their feet. I was kind of struck by that. Um, then, when we took the Eucharist that evening, it just hit me on a deeper level than it ever had before. Because I really felt like I was spending this time with Jesus on his final night, that I was with him. And I really felt his compassion and tenderness for those disciples on and washing their feet, and trying to give them a final lesson before he was crucified the next day. So finally, at the end of that service, we left in darkness and in silence, as is the tradition for that type of service. And I left just feeling, like, devastated in the most holy way, because I felt like I was walking into that darkness with Jesus, who himself was walking into the darkness of death. And so that service left a huge impression on me. I actually never experienced anything quite like that. Uh, growing up in a sort of more charismatic tradition. So, first of all, impressed upon me just Jesus' love and sacrifice. But secondly, it also really impressed upon me the power of religious observance and liturgy itself, which was kind of a new experience for me. And tonight, we actually celebrate and we read about two of the great religious observances in the world. The Jewish Passover, which we, of course, acknowledge tonight, and then Jesus' Last Supper. And I can just imagine what it was like for Jesus on that Last Supper, which was a Passover. How meaningful it was for him. What did the Passover mean to Jesus? After all, he chose the Passover as his final night. He chose that as the night to institute the Lord's Supper and to give the disciples their final lesson. So what did that mean to him? Jesus, of course, had grown up in this tradition and retold and relived the story of God freeing the Jews from slavery, the story that we heard tonight. The Jews, of course, were enslaved by the Egyptians for 430 years. They were longing for liberation. And God finally comes in a decisive way. First of all, through the plagues, which don't really convince Pharaoh. And then finally, the tenth plague, when God strikes down the firstborn of Egypt. And the Jews are instructed to slaughter the lamb and put the blood on the doorposts so that they will be saved, so the angel of death will pass over them. So, in this tradition, it makes me wonder what struck Jesus the most about that. Of course, as this is happening, as Moses tells them to slaughter the lamb, he already has the foresight to say, for all generations to come, you will observe this, which is extraordinary. Uh, Passover starts tomorrow. We're still observing it 4,500 years later. And 
it to me it just speaks to the genius in the Jewish faith and tradition that this way of retelling and reliving the story so much so that it becomes a part of the people's identity and of how they look at God and in this case God is fundamentally the liberator the one who frees from slavery so as I enter the space tonight to spend this night with Jesus on his last night I really like to think about what did that story mean to him and why did he choose this night of all nights to make his last one? Now, I think the meaning of Jesus' life really comes clear against the backdrop of this Passover story. And I think that was his intention. And it sheds a new light on the story where we are allowed to see God in a new way. Now, God in the Passover story works wonders of power. He sends plagues. God is revealed through extreme mighty deeds. But in Jesus' life and in his actions, mostly God is revealed through service, through meekness, through washing someone's feet, washing the sewage off of someone's feet. God humbles himself. So this is a very different kind of image of what God's looked like. So we think of as Christians, Jesus came to free us from slavery, but especially the slavery of sin. So it takes this Passover story and sheds a different light on it. And indeed, God is not revealed as the worker of extreme power, of absolute power and wonders, but as the Lamb itself that is sacrificed. Which is such a different way of looking at God. God is the Lamb in this story now. And this gospel, this way of looking at God, is startling. I think it's even offensive. You can see this in the way that Peter reacts. Jesus tries to wash the sewage off his feet, and he's like, no, you're not going to do that to me. This humble God, this God is servant, is not something that the world really wants to hear about. And I think there's a part in each of us that has a hard time accepting it. Because in the ego, and in the way the power works in the world, we want to think of God as the all-powerful one, who will perhaps do deeds of power for us. So this gospel comes into the world that isn't quite ready for it. That's why the world kills Jesus tomorrow. So, for us as Christians, this is a difficult walk, this way of Jesus, this way of love and compassion. And my message tonight is simple. This tradition that's been handed down to us for 2,000 years is a powerful way for us to enter into that gospel. So, I encourage you tonight to open your hearts, to open your lives to this gospel, and to this moment that we get to spend with Jesus on his last night. Let it break your heart again, as it has done to me that we might receive this gospel of love, that it might go deeper and deeper into our being so that we can live this out in this crazy world that we have around us and really be the symbol of God in the world as Jesus is intended for us to be. For freedom in the world, as Jesus taught, really comes with the love of God, which is eternal. This final commandment that he gives them on this last night. This is how the world will know you are my disciples. If you have love for one another, so let us absorb this tonight, whether you participate in the foot washing or not, just the spirit of it, that our freedom is as close as the person next to us, and in the opportunity to do service, and indeed to humble ourselves before God. This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God 
and a journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorMV.org. That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R-M-V for Mill Valley dot O-R-G. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to greet you in person very soon.